1: for Martin Truex of Mayetta, New Jersey. Still outside. Still outside. Got plenty of room behind you to bring it back here, bud. Plenty of room behind you to bring it back to the chicken fly for me, bud. Nine-second lead over Alex Bowman, who's going to have a career day. Martin on Monday. Martin Truex wins the Gander RV awesome. 400. Oh, that was awesome. 21st career victory.
0: It's time for the final lap. I'm Sam Atwell. And
2: I'm Brian Dealey.
0: And we are looking back at Dover, who went overtime into Monday. And then we'll look a little bit ahead to Kansas Speedway, because it's coming home to Kansas, and we're going to be there. We've got all your action. Boy, what a, what a day. Sunday in Dover, tons and tons of rain. It didn't stop. It, well, it stopped briefly. They got the cars on the track, and then it started in again.
2: Yeah, and uh, you know, compared to years past, you know, we're lucky we made it this far. We haven't had a rain delay to Monday yet. So Mother Nature's been kind so far this season. You know, it usually has to happen at some point in the season. So uh, it turned out well. Monday's race was the cars were fast, and it, it was a lot of fun. And Martin tricks nobody had
0: anything for that guy on Monday. He, he, you know, he won the last Monday rain-delayed race at Dover. And today, it's Martin on Mondays. He had a great
2: run. And that was actually uh, the last Monday rain-delayed race at Dover was his first career cup win in 2007. And, yeah, once there are other, you know, Chase Delayed started off in the pole. He looked good early on. Uh, Will, or Alex Bowman. Uh, a lot of other fast cars, but yeah, once Trux got up there, there was just no one could get to him. He just took off. I don't know what. He had some knots or something in that car. <laughs> I mean, once he was up front, no one else had a chance. Let's
0: go ahead and take a look and see where your favorite driver finished on Monday in Dover.
2: All right, in first place, like we said, Martin Trux Jr., followed by Alex Bowman in second. Good spot for him, Kyle Larson. Uh, some good luck for him in third place. And in fourth place, we got Kevin Harvick, followed by Chase Elliott, Eric Jones, Joey Logano, another Hendrick Motorsports driver, William Byron in eighth, Kansas State of Clint Boyer in ninth, and Kyle Busch in 10. 11th was Daniel Suarez, 12th
0: Brad Keselowski, 13th Kurt Busch, 14th Jimmy Johnson, Ryan Blaney was 15th, 16th Eric Almirillo, Paul Menard 17th, 18th Ryan Newman, 19th Austin Dillon, 20th Matt
2: DiBenedetto. And 21st, Denny Hamlin, who had a health incident we'll get on to later. And 22nd, Ty Dillon. And 23rd, Chris Busher, followed by Michael McDowell, Daniel Hemrick. And 26th, David Reagan, followed by Bubba Wallace, Ryan Priest. And 29th, Corey LeJoy, And 30th, Ross Chastain.
0: 31st was Landon Castle. Matt Tift was 32nd. 33rd, Ricky Sinhaus Jr. 34th, Cody Ware. 35th, Reed Sorensen. 36th, Quinn Huff. And 37th, B.J. McLeod. And that's how they finished in Dover on Monday after rain delay on Sunday. Boy, don't you just love those rain delay broadcasts when they go on for a couple hours and then they've used up all of their material and then they're going, well, let's go down to Pitt Road and, uh, and talk to Chad Canals. Chad, what do you have for breakfast today? Were your eggs over easy? Did you have hash browns? I mean, they, I feel sorry for them because they run totally out of stuff to talk about, but they
2: still have time to fill on the air. Yeah, and I can always tell just how bad it is when you, know, you have drivers not in uniform, in the booth with the commentators, and it's like, oh, this is a pretty bad rain delay. <laughs> and they're knocking on, you know, drivers' trailers. They're showing, you know, Michael Waltrip golfing or just Ugh. it's Daytona. When it's Daytona, a bigger race like the Daytona 500 because they have a lot more airtime usually. It gets worse if there's a rain delay. But, yeah, they, they totally got washed out on, on on Sunday. They tried to get the race
0: started. But as soon as they put the cars on the track, it, it began to pour down again, and they lost the track. So called it quickly. They called and, it quickly and said, we're going to race Monday.
2: And I like that because I'd rather see a full race. And, and there, it's not, you know, once a race starts and then it rains, if they're over halfway or now, if they finish the first two stages and they call it, it stinks. And I'm fine. It happens. Um, so I like NASCAR was able to realize, hey, we're not, that's just not chance of today. Tomorrow's better. Uh, it stinks for fans going to the track. It does, um, but I'm I yeah, usually uh, and even for people watching the race. So luckily, since we work in broadcasting, um, <laughs> we can keep an eye can, on it. Yeah, um, and, and something else. I mean, after following Talladega, uh, Hendrick Motorsports, you know, looked pretty good. Uh, you know, outside of Jimmy Johnson, who was just outside the top ten and fourteenth. Fi- and um, and you know Kyle Larson. Um, some of the Chevys are looking good. Kurt Busch, I was kind of shocked he did really well in practice. Uh, kind of messed up in qualifying. I thought I would have seen him do better here. He looked really good in practice. I was watching that. Right. It was it was a great it was a great weekend for Hendrick Motorsports because they started
0: on the front row with Chase Elliott and Alex Bowman, who turned incredibly fast qualifying laps in the single car qualifying, which by the way I love. I'm glad they went back to it. I actually watched qualifying this week. I did not care for the group qualifying. I never watched it because it was just so much sitting around waiting for something to happen. And here they kept it moving. They had two cars on the track at all times. It was going by very quickly. They even paused qualifying when TV went to commercial so you didn't miss somebody making a run,
2: which I really liked. And when they first announced the group qualifying four or five years ago, the idea behind it, was some I, I was somewhat okay with it because when I was younger, when Kansas Speedway first opened, uh, I was never able to uh, go to an actual any of the Cup races or anything. But uh, I would always go out with my aunt and uncle to watch to practice and qualifying, mm-hmm. and and it was single car qualifying. That was back two thousand one, two, and three, and it was exciting. Just you know, seeing your driver, even though it's one car practices, you got to see more. I remember the first uh, when the at that time the Bush series now Xfinity. Uh, it was a year before Johnson started in the Cup, but I watched him. Pra- he wrecked in practice in two thousand one. You did that, a lot. and I just remember thinking, "This guy's coming to Jeff Gordon's team." Oh no! And now he's a seven time champ. But it worked out well. It was still exciting, <laughs> but group qualifying. The idea had said, okay. More cars on the track, different kind of strategy. They'll be able to draft and whatnot. But it seemed like NASCAR could never. It was never organized well. Drivers really had to watch. You know when they went out you know, not putting too many laps on the tires, keeping the car heated up and just, you know, bumping into other drivers. It it just was more of a mess than – and for fans, that's – the race is when we want to see them bump and rub each other. Right, right. Not in qualifying. No,
0: and I I think great move by NASCAR. I love it. I I can't wait for the rest of the season to go in and watch qualifying and see guys that really go out there because now – they don't have a backup plan they have to go out there and they have to turn their best lap to qualify for their spot in the race
2: now and in road courses they will still be doing group qualifying and then on short tracks mile and a half they do you got two laps and on super speedways, Talladega, Daytona, it's just one lap. One lap. Yeah. And they were doing the one lap at the super speedways because it was a mess qualifying at Daytona like you a few years ago. Cars,
0: you would have cars just totaled in in qualifying if they'd done that.
2: And yeah, and like you said, I watched qualifying too on Friday, and it's qualifying. And if you don't want to watch it, you don't have to. I mean, it's qual. It is what it is. It's not the race. It's not supposed to be the most exciting thing ever. But I'm totally fine, and I think there's some drivers that all they've known is group qualifying since they've been in the top three series, so um, some of the, and, and even some of the veteran drivers who have done both, they've been kind of used to the last few years. It's a different strategy now, but it just go out there, you're the only car on the track, give it your all. Yeah, give,
0: give it your all for one lap. And a guy that didn't qualify quite as well but he ran really great on Monday, and Martin Trucks Jr. just spanked the field on Monday. He really did. He nobody could touch him. They just could. His lead at the end of the race was nine seconds. Yeah, nine I know, seconds.
2: I know he was starting to laugh. You know, up, you know, top ten people, and that's I like, it's a it's only a mile track at Dover, but yeah, I don't know what they did to that car. Um, but it seemed like at, you know, stage two, he won stage two and on. This, as that race went on, his car got better and better. And uh, I didn't see, did anything happen to Chase Elliott for what caused him to fall back? I, I never just...
0: did see it, and I never did hear anything. But, uh, yeah, the, the, whatever magic that they, they performed on that car, you know, and we're back to uh, Gibbs' car winning after the curse was broken the week before. But, I mean, they had the best car, and they, they won. Let's go ahead and hear from your winner, Martin Truex Jr. He talks about the win on Sunday in Dover.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a pretty special day. Um, definitely seen the trophy uh, in the drivers' meeting yesterday, and was like, "Oh, that thing's pretty awesome." You know, <laughs> I've got um, I've got some other monster trophies, you know, from uh, Xfinity series and and, um, and a couple cup wins here, but that gold one's special. So, uh, pretty awesome to win on the 50th anniversary uh, of Dover International, and um, you know, just a big day for our team. Honestly, you know, to uh, to have to start in the rear of the field at a track that's uh, really difficult to pass at and uh, be able to work her way up to the front all day long, and then uh, at the end just kind of dominate. It was pretty awesome. So, Now, there
0: were some concerns by his teammate Kyle Busch. I am not a Bush fan, so I'll refrain from calling it whining, but that's really what I mean. But he was questioning um, the Gibbs cars at Dover and whether they were going to be able to run. They were having some aero problems, and they just having some issues with the cars, and he didn't think they were going to do very well at Dover. And uh, Martin Truex Jr. was asked about those concerns after the win. Let's see what he had to say about his concerns at Dover.
1: Um, no, honestly, I felt pretty good after practice um, that we had, uh, you know, that we had a, a good car. And if we could make the right adjustments for the race, we could be a contender. Um, and then, you know, once the race started, it was like, okay, we got something here. And, uh, you know, from there it was just, all right, how do we keep up with the racetrack and how do we get towards the front? Just how do we get that track position? So, We just fought hard all day long, and, um, you know, guys in the pits did a good job and just kept chipping away at it. And uh, once we got up front, it was – car was just pretty badass, to be honest with you. So, uh, a lot of fun out there today, and uh, the team did an awesome job.
0: I think Martin Truex Jr. was okay. I don't think his concerns were too bad. I think – you're nine seconds ahead of everybody. I think your concerns just kind of melt away as you make your way to victory lane.
2: Yeah. And, and I found a quote from Trux Jr. on uh, PRN where he said, you know, this race car, man, it was incredible. And yeah. he said it wasn't easy, it was a lot of work. But yeah, I, something happened with the hand line of was more rubber on the track or what. It just, once he was out front. Um, and, and Kyle Bush, you know, again, in the top 10, right at 10th place. Um, he, it looks like, has tied the record for consecutive top tens to start a season.
0: That's incredible. That is incredible.
2: And Kansas, you know, used to not be his favorite track, but he's you know, won there 2016, so it's not – he has good luck at Kansas, so uh, he could continue being in the top ten or possibly winning.
0: Now, you mentioned earlier some guys who had great runs on on, on Monday in Dover. Alex Bowman, I mean Hendrick Motorsports had a great day. They really did. They Alex Bowman was in second, Chase in fifth, William Byron in eighth, Jimmy Johnson uh, fell back a little bit to fourteenth. But boy, I was happy to see Kyle Larson have a race where he didn't end up in a wrecked race car. I am sure he was happy too.
2: Yeah, especially after that wreck he had <laughs> at the Talladega. Like my goodness, that team Larson needed some good luck. Then um, yeah, he third place. He that's a good. Kind of motivation for him going into Kansas and, and Bowman, you know, he led 16 laps, and he was fast. I think he ju- he just drove it too hard in one of the corners and lost it. Second place though, young dri- driver, uh, he's you know good. That's a good start for him. Moving on, and, and William Byron too. Even you know not in the top five, but top ten. Uh, he he you know outside pole. Uh, for Dover, his car was—I didn't think anyone would beat it—and then Chase came out. Uh, Bill and Byron just beating early him well. on. Yeah. Now there was some concern
0: uh, from the aforementioned Kyle Busch, and I never thought I'd hear him make this complaint. But Kyle Busch, after the race and and really before before the race earlier in the weekend, was was very concerned about the speeds that they were turning at Dover, and and if you looked at the speeds during qualifying and practice, they were, they were shattering the previous track record. And eight or nine guys in qualifying beat the previous track record. Were, were Kyle Busch's concerns legitimate about the speed at Dover, or was it just maybe his car wasn't handling as well and he wasn't be, being able to get to the speeds to win? I'm sure if he had won, we wouldn't have heard the things he talked about this
2: week. I mean, just it sounds like Kyle and and there's some things um that he says, you know, his opinions on things that I'm kind of, I see it. Yeah, I don't see it as whining all the time, but <laughs> on on this on that's this I do. I mean, this is it's racing. Like and as a fan, as a viewer, I want to see the car go as fast as it can. I want the drivers to be safe, but it was ex- that's what made qualifying exciting, you know, how fast they were going, breaking track records. As a fan, you want to see that. And as a driver, I mean, you don't like the car going fast. Why are you in the sport?
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't I, – I must say I don't fully understand his concerns, but that's what, that's what cup racing is about. Get in the car, go fast, beat everybody else to victory lane, and you pick up your win. Now, Kyle certainly hasn't had to worry about wins this season. He is leading the points now with three wins. Joey Logano is your second points, second in points. Kevin Harvick third, Denny Hamlin fourth. Martin Truex Jr. has moved into fifth, so there's a pretty competitive top five in the point standings. But I, to hear Cowboys complaining about speed, I just I don't know if that's just an anomaly. And now he has visited with Steve O'Donnell, who is uh, vice president in charge of competition, and then he said they had a good conversation about speed and. You know, NASCAR's changed the aero packages, they've changed the horsepower, they've changed the spoiler, they've changed the splitter, they've changed this, they've changed that. And sometimes these teams are having a hard time keeping up with all the changes. And I think it just may be a little frustration coming out from Kyle Busch about all the changes and, and maybe getting a little bit behind.
2: I will say, you know, as, as you know, watching it and as a fan. Uh, it has seemed like a lot of races of the season at the mile, mile and a half tracks. Passing it is difficult, and a lot of times once a dominant, once the you know the dominant driver gets up front, unless something happens, you know, caution at last, you know, ten laps of the race or something, a pit road penalty. Who's ever in first, Kyle, uh, Bush, or you know Truex, whoever, just really seems to dominate that race and. You want to, as a fan, you really drive. You know, you want to see close races, lead changes, you know, photo finishes. And yeah, that's not going to happen every race. But this rules pack or this new package this year, um, you know, a lot of drivers it seems like they're they're complaining too that passing's too difficult. And as fans, you know, there hasn't been a lot of cautions uh, during this race, which you know we wrecks are they're fun to see. You know we. Don't want drivers to get hurt or anything, but it's just I don't I don't know if it's the rules package, drivers just playing it way safe, which isn't usually NASCAR, but who knows? Uh even in you know, the Hotel we didn't see any of the big wrecks. There were some good wrecks, we didn't see the big one. And
0: yeah, I think that that uh of course with the criticism of NASCAR, Kyle Bush avoided a fine. The last driver to be fined for criticizing NASCAR was one Tony Stewart. Who was never, never uh, afraid to criticize NASCAR and Tony Stewart was fined thirty five thousand dollars back in the day. Tony Stewart now you, you never hear from him, you hardly ever see him anymore.
2: He he's an owner now, he's he's not a driver, and I miss him. I really do miss yeah, him I mean, at the track. We, they show Richard Petty a lot of times at the tracks, and I'm, I'm sure Tony Stewart's there. Um, it's just he he was never a fan of the media, so that's probably another reason he avoids no, the cameras. He wasn't.
0: <laughs> he sure wasn't. Well. We had a great
2: race in Dover. Martin
1: Truex
0: Jr. was your winner. Now we're going to transition to a little bit of a preview of Kansas Speedway. They're coming to our hometown. And, man, I'm excited. Kansas Speedway is a great place to go watch a race. It's a great facility. They've got free parking and bring in your own food. It's, it's an awesome racetrack to go out and watch a race. And it's a great place to spend the weekend. And there's going to be some great racing there this weekend.
2: Yeah. You know, like you said, free parking, bring in outside food and drinks, as long as it's not glass and... Yeah, this, this track, it's you know, it's the only track the you know a cup track I've been to. Um, I've seen truck racing there, Xfinity racing, uh, and cup racing. And, and since they repaved it in twenty twelve, the first race I actually went to was April two thousand twelve. Right after that race, but Denny Hamlin won. Uh, it was when they tore down the old pavement and repaved it. And I and when I went back the next year, I went uh, the next time I went back was in October twenty thirteen. And wow, the difference. The cars go fast. I love since they've repaved it. Uh, I think it's made Kansas a lot more exciting.
0: Yeah, and let's hope that they just
2: don't repave again because the racing is just now,
0: it takes so many years for this asphalt to work in and for the the, the grooves to work in. And about the time the racing gets really, really good, oh, we're going to repave. And then it's got to start all over. Just leave it alone and let them race there for a while. It's The racing has gotten really, really good at Kansas. And, and. uh it, you're going to see a good race this week, and although they're going to use a little bit different aero package and a little different rules package at Kansas, um, we'll see how that that, play, that plays out. But you've got some drivers who really enjoy Kansas Speedway, and one of those drivers is uh, your favorite guy, Chase Elliott. He was the last driver to win at Kansas last fall. He had a great run there. Let's talk to – let's uh, Chase met the media just a, a little earlier this week, and he talked about racing
2: at Kansas. Kansas is uh – has become a cool place you know i think i think as it has aged the outside lane has really prevailed there and i think that'll continue to be that way so i think it's going to be a a a top lane dominant racetrack as it continues to wear and age and, and as time goes on even more than it already is so that that makes it difficult it's hard to it's hard to make a lot happen in a hurry when when everybody's riding you know the wall and and up in those in those top groups so that's the challenge of it is is trying to pass and move forward. It's Not only does Chase Elliott like racing at Kansas,
0: his crew chief Alan Gustafson says that last year he didn't think they were going to win on any mile and a half tracks. Lo and behold, they won at Kansas, and he's looking forward to going back to Kansas. Let's hear from Alan Gustafson.
2: Kansas, to be honest with you, as much as we had struggled on the mile and a half tracks last year, I was I didn't feel like there was any way we were going to win a mile and a half track. You know, I just didn't think it was going to happen, and, and we worked really hard. At uh, that mile-and-a-half program and and uh, and had a test at Kansas, went fantastic, and we were
1: really solid all week and really were in position all day long. So that was what's kind of stood out to me about Kansas.
0: Now, there are some other guys besides Chase who have had some success at Kansas Speedway.
2: Yeah, uh, Kevin Harvick, who won this race a year ago, you know, of course, him at mile-and-a-half tracks. And he's, you know, though he's not won a race this year, he's third in points, and he's, you know, that win is coming. Yeah, and this is if this is the track that'll happen, and then Trux Jr. You know he could get a, a third win this season. He dominated there, won both races uh, in 2017. Uh, Kyle Busch, uh, Kansas. <laughs> if you watch this race and you see watch drivers introductions uh, when they now if they show them, them announcing Kyle, it's. It's interesting. <laughs> he does, and I've gone out, you know, to the infield and stuff before the race. and uh, But it, he used to really be critical of Kansas because bad luck seemed to follow him there. Um, but he has one there. And then uh, Joey Logano, I think, is another one. I think you could see Penske. Joey,
0: Joey Logano has two wins there and uh, eight top tens. He does have three DNFs. Kyle Busch has four DNFs at Kansas, so I can't imagine that being one. this being one of his favorite tracks. He also has a win in 10 top tens. Uh, t- top tens are just al- almost automatic for Kyle Busch anymore. Jimmy Johnson has had some really good luck here. He has three wins at Kansas Speedway, and it would be probably a good time for the 48 team to show up and actually have a really great run, and it would be a great week- weekend for them to turn their season around.
2: Yeah, I mean, seems to you know have a little bit of better luck. Didn't quite make in the top ten last week. Which, you know, for him, having, you know, the place like Dover this past week, which, you know, he used to dominate. uh, You know, we'll see going in this one. Maybe they're still figuring stuff out. Hendrick Motorsports as a whole looked really good this last weekend. I'm excited to see how, you know, Chase Elliott, how, you know, if he can win again here. Um, And even maybe some luck on, you know, the Chip Canassi drivers, Kyle Larson and Kurt Busch. Uh, see how they do there. Kurt Busch, and all the years, he's raced there since the beginning in 2001. He's not won there. So, yeah, there's not... a lot
0: of guys that haven't won there, but,
2: but because of the multiple winners, Jeff Gordon was the first winner at
0: Kansas Speedway, and he actually won the first and second race there.
2: And do you remember what, the first race there, what driver almost beat him? You're taxing my brain. <laughs> I don't remember. Brian Newman, who I don't know... Ryan Newman
0: has not had spectacular luck at Kansas Speedway. He's but got six DNS. That
2: first race, it was before he was—he was, he was uh, just a part time. He didn't—I think his rookie season was 2002. But he was close at the end there, if I remember right, coming up to Jeff Gordon. It was like, who the heck is this guy? Uh, he was in like the zero two car or something at the time.
0: Now here's a guy that that didn't make the victory lane very often in the Cup Series, but Joe Nemechek won here in 2004. I'll
2: never forget that one. I was—I was. I was camping with my folks and we hooked up a at that time you could still do the antenna TVs and we were watching the race and yeah he won he dominated the whole weekend winning both the Xfinity and uh, the Cup series and I think uh, he's has entered the race in the truck series Friday night so he'll still make an appearance he'll this still weekend. make an appearance
0: yeah with the Neemco racing and I is, is John Nemicek in the truck race also?
2: Uh, he's not. I have the entry list here, and I'm not seeing him. Okay. I think he's just – I think he might do some truck racing, but I think he's mostly focusing on the Xfinity now.
0: Now, a lot of drivers – it was a big deal when Kansas Speedway opened back in 2001, and a lot of drivers were excited to get to the Midwest. And if you remember right, back at that time, Chicago, Chicagoland Speedway opened also – And Kansas and Chicago are almost identical tracks.
2: Yeah, I don't think they haven't repaved Chicago, I don't believe. I don't
0: remember if they have or not.
2: Uh, But, yeah, it's, yeah, both open the same year. And, yeah, if you look, same design. The
0: grandstands look very, very similar.
2: They're almost identical
0: racetracks. But Kansas seemed to, now, Chicagoland always, once the, once the, uh, playoff format came into existence in Chicago has been the starting race of of the uh, the what what we call they call it the playoffs now but in, back in the day you couldn't call it the playoffs because they weren't playoffs but it really was playoffs the chase that's that was the word i was looking for the, the chase starts at chicago but Kansas has always played a very prominent role since the beginning and and people were very surprised the Kansas got lights and they had night races here but f- back from when the the, the track was built, there were plans for lights at Kansas Speedway from the very beginning. In fact, they were pre-wired, and all they had to do was bring in the the, the light equipment when they were ready to do that. So Kansas has always been kind of a special place for NASCAR, and, and it up until they added a second race, Kansas Speedway was sold out every single race weekend, and there was a waiting list for season tickets.
2: Yeah. And, I mean, the it was... A, Smart of NASCAR, you know, to bring in you know uh, the racing into the Midwest because there is a fan base here. Uh, we're a couple of them, and yeah, Kansas has has really brought out some of the exciting, especially in the last you know few years. I mean, the wreck Eric Amarola had uh, two oh, years oh ago boy. where he broke, he broke us his back. back that was horrible. Um, and then you know the what started the incident between Joey Logano and Matt Kenseth and. 2015, which oh, led to yes. I mean that I got to see that live and just build that up. I mean, Kansas also, you know, not this race, but the one in the fall it being. I love that Kansas has since the beginning when I mean, they started doing this uh, chase uh, playoff format since 2004. Kansas has always been uh, part of it at the end. And now that they have the knockout as it goes on now, which I, I'm a fan of that. Uh, Kansas has played a big part, in that and has really gotten drivers heated up over well, the years. And, and exactly. And in the in the fall,
0: they've kind of rearranged the schedule a little bit in the fall so that Talladega was no longer an elimination race because of obvious reasons, because 37 cars could be eliminated in the Talladega race. But now Kansas... Holds the spot as an elimination race, and becomes very important as they head to the the, fin- the final four races of the season.
2: And this is, you know, we we're talking about the lights and stuff. That you know, this this is as of now going to be the last night race for the Cup Series. Uh, next year, they're moving this May race to the last weekend. It'll be the week after the Coke Six Hundred, after Memorial Weekend. It'll be that Sunday afternoon. So no more, you know. I, I think they'll probably still do the ARCA racing there in the fall at night. So there's still going to be. I think some form of night racing. The truck series, I don't know, they could still do a night racing there. The
0: Xfinity series would would be a logical choice on a night race,
2: and and that's fine. Um, i i was a, I was fun to see night race there, both the trucks and the Cup series. It was different, and seeing that, like you know, we've mentioned multiple times, seeing racing live but night racing is a special lot of fun. About night racing, the 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 lights on the cars,
0: the colors of the cars are more. I mean, it's just spectacular, and. And as, as they move around the track and as they, as they hit the rough spots, you can see them bottom out. You see the sparks fly. There's just something different about the night race. It's just more intense in my mind. And, and it's a lot more fun. And, and it's, I like night racing because it takes us all back to the roots of racing at the local tracks on Friday and Saturday nights, under the lights, running, the, running those local tracks. And I, I, I'm, very much an, I'm very much a traditionalist and i love night racing and i i hope maybe someday kansas will get the cup race back to a night
2: yeah i think just i mean obviously things change all the whole time in nascar their reasoning i you know from what i heard is they said it was interfering too much with commencement ceremonies which seems kind of early i mean it seems like it's close enough we're in that time period now but i think i, I don't know it seemed, it seemed like they had decent crowds too so i don't know what I do understand that now that
0: I'm at the point in my life where all my kids are out of college and, and and May is a big month for all those kinds of things and I do understand that a little bit, but whether that was affecting the attendance at Kansas Speedway, I don't know. I I'm like you. I think the attendance was always very very good there.
2: Now weather. I mean, it looks like this weekend we're lucky. It looks like the weather is going to play out nicely for both. Let's hope Friday and Saturday, because uh, I've been there where I'm you're sinking in mud, but. That was another reason, too, is not that we can't have still bed. We're still in severe weather season at the end of May. But, uh, you know, they've never had a, to cancel until a Monday since they've done the night races or even exactly. in May. So coming to Kansas Speedway, it's time for us to pick our favorite for the win on Saturday night. Uh, I'll let you go first. Now, I, I did pick, you know, Chase one in guy I picked him for Dover, which he did get the poll. I think he's going to do well here Saturday night. And most people think as a fan, I should just pick him. Uh, I'm really looking at it this time. uh, And Trucks has a good momentum. The way he dominated in Dover, you know, and he dominated at Kansas two years ago. But Oh, man, did he. I think I'm going to go with the person that won this race a year ago. I think he's going to get his first win this weekend. And I'm gonna go with Kevin Harvick.
0: Aha, Kevin Harvick, the Ford team. Well, I'm gonna go with a different guy who's not had a win this year. And I really think that this with what I'm seeing from Hendrick Motorsports and how they ran well at Dover and how they ran pretty well at Talladega, they had their I really think that this is gonna be Jimmy Johnson's week to break his ridiculously long win drought. And I think Jimmy Johnson is going to put it all together this weekend and be a victory lane in Kansas, some place he's very familiar with.
2: And I think him and Gordon and the Lone Drivers have three wins there, so he I think he's tied at the most one. I could be wrong in that, but I mean he does have three wins here. He won the second night race there in twenty fifteen, and yeah, he does well at this track. He's shown some improvement, and I think. A lot of non Jimmy Johnson fans, there, there's always the driver. Gordon kind of reached this point once they've been in the sport for a while, when they've reached a drought like this, that even some of his non fans are kind of like, you know, I think if he wins, he'll get some chairs from people that might not usually chair for him. Well, don't don't think that Jimmy Johnson has forgot how to win a,
0: a NASCAR race. He hasn't. He's just been through a lot of changes and, and there have been some issues, but. Jimmy Johnson, remember, is a seven-time champion. He knows how to still. He still knows how to win races,
2: and he did win one of the – not the point race, but he did win one of what was it? The dual races or the shootout at Daytona this year? Yes, yes. He won one of those. Doesn't count, but um, it's still victory lane. And he definitely right now needs it because right now, just on points, he's not in the top sixteen to make it into the first round of the chase. He'll so if be he there. if he gets that win. He'll be there. Whatever happens, though, we'll be here to wrap it up on the final lap.
0: And just another reminder, if, you are, if you're not doing anything this weekend, I believe there's still tickets available at Kansas Speedway. Great people out of Kansas Speedway. Everybody out there has always been so helpful, so awesome, so friendly. They want you to have a great time. So grab some tickets. Grab your cooler. Take your food in there. Don't take any glass bottles or anything in, but you can take your cooler with your food and your drinks. And just go have a great time at the racetrack. If you're here in Kansas City or if you're anywhere in a couple hours drive, man, grab some tickets and go have a great time. And there's
2: so many friendly. I mean, I remember a few years ago uh, we met this couple from Minnesota and they were talking about they've been to Bristol, Chicagoland, and Kansas is one of their favorites. They always make it to Kansas. And you just meet other race fans from all over the country there. Um, And it's a lot of fun. Um sometimes, you know, tailgating, I've you know, you have people that really almost do professional tailgating. You could and they're great at barbecuing and just invite every anyone over to, you know, try their food and it's it's just a lot of fun. The atmosphere there. it's fun. And uh nighttime, you don't gotta get up too early. And uh, you know, Friday night, um we have a a local in the truck race jennifer Joe Cobb. Won't be Won to win, but she's local, and then Clint Boyer at his home track. Though he's not had luck in Kansas, he has won a truck race there, but for the Cup Series. But it is exciting. Just Thanks. a NASCAR race is the only place you can find a
0: million and a half dollar motorhome parked next to a truck camper, and those people get along amazingly well for the weekend, and sometimes make plans to meet back. It's a unique place on the infield, in the campgrounds, in the stands. Get out there and enjoy it if you can. And no matter what happens, winners or losers, we'll have it all here on the final lap. We'll be back on Sunday night. I'm Sam Atwell. And
2: I'm Brian Dealey. Have a great week.
0: Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader.